0: This is Ask Me Another. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, the biggest know-it-all you'll ever meet, because I already have the answers. First off, I'd like to introduce you to our musical maven, Shanali Bomek. Hi, Ophira. Hi. Hi. And our two puzzle gurus, John Chinesky and Will Hines. Hi, Ophira. Hello, everyone. hello. Hello. All right, and we are about to meet our first contestant. Hello, David Balutan.: Hello,
1: how are
2: you?
0: Nice to meet you. So, David, uh, I understand from my producers that you have an English degree. Yes. That's going to be helpful. And you're a pub trivia expert of mm,
2: I don't know about expert, but I play.
0: Okay, good enough. That's, uh, that's <laughs> really the minimum requirement. But you promising to get
2: every question correct. <laughs> yes.
0: You're going to be great. Let me tell you about our first game. It's called... John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. What's that about, John?
3: Well, his name is my name, too. We're talking about famous individuals who share the same first and last name. We'll tell you what these people are known for, and you give us the shared name. For example, if we said he discovered the New World, and he also directed Home Alone and the first two Harry Potter movies, you would say...
0: Christopher or Chris Columbus. That's yes? right.
3: Chris Columbus or Christopher Columbus. Okay. Very good.
0: Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. You get one point for every correct okay. answer. Six points and you move on to our Ask Me One More final round.
3: Okay. Here you go, David. Here's the first one. He was a famous bank robber, but he really lost America's respect when he broke Sandra Bullock's heart. Jesse James. Jesse James is right. Very good. <laughs> Off to a good start. She was the only one of King Henry VIII's wives to produce a male heir. Later, she would travel the
0: American West as a medicine woman. Want to give him a hint? I'll give you a hint. Uh, She has a jewelry line that asks you to open your heart. (laughs) Very pretty. Yeah,
3: I can see her face.
0: (laughs) She's kind of got a uh, plain...
3: Jane... Yeah. Yeah something.
0: Jane.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
3: It's not there. All right. Okay. There. I you half a point for Jane Seymour. Yeah. Jane, Jane Seymour. Seymour. Okay. Good. He was an Illinois senator who ran for president in 1988. He also was part of a famous folk rock duo originally performing under the name Tom and Jerry.
1: Paul Simon.
3: Yeah, Paul, Paul Simon. Simon.
0: That's good. Thank you. You're doing great. Doing great.
3: He's one of President Obama's speechwriters, and he introduced the phrase "You're so money" in his 1996 film *Swingers*. Vince Vaughn. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> the
4: other one. The other speechwriter. Yeah.
3: John Favreau. Yes, yes, John Favreau.
2: If Obama has a speechwriter named Vince Vaughn, that's pretty. Yes.
0: Right. No, but he did He's get a, a speech great. where "You are, you are money" is written in it. So. Uh.
3: She may have been the wife of William Shakespeare, but she had the hots for Jake Gyllenhaal, her co-star in the film Love and Other Drugs.
1: Um, I know who she is. I yeah. think I had a screensaver of her.
3: You have a wow. screensaver of this person. Yeah. Wow. Yep.
4: It's
1: not her Beautiful, name you're interested long in, apparently. brunette okay. hair.
3: Yeah. Yep. First letter of her name. <laughs>
0: oh, we- I, 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 it's sort of interesting how you're running the game. And, yes. Uh... Yes. <laughs>
2: Hathaway. Yes, Anne Hathaway. Yes,
0: and Hathaway.
2: Through the Haze.
3: <laughs> he was the historical subject of an HBO miniseries starring Paul Giamatti, and he wrote the 1987 opera Nixon in China. Huey Long? (laughs) No.
0: I I can see where you would
3: get that, but no. Yeah, that was a great HBO series. Uh,
0: He once said, fear is the foundation of most governments, but how would he know? He was just the second president.
3: Oh, John Adams. Yes, John Adams. Adams. Good.
0: You're doing great. I'm glad this isn't the lightning round, but you're doing great. (laughs) He seems
3: like such a mellow guy, a former surfer from Hawaii turned folk rock singer. But he was also the first African-American boxing heavyweight champion of the world.
0: Oh. (laughs) I know it.
3: Would you like a hint? Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay, good. They're both looking out for a great white hope.
3: And one of them doesn't wear any shoes. Yeah. That guy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of annoying, right?
0: Uh, I don't have that in the question, but I understand (laughs) that might be your personal I'll give it to him for
3: he was kind kind of annoying. Yes!
0: What? Yes.
3: Jack Johnson. Yes, Yes, Jack Johnson.
5: All right. It's there. No,
0: David, what I appreciate about what you're doing, too, is that you're sort of working us through your process. I like that. All right.
3: That was it. David, you got six points.
0: You have six points. Thank Congratulations. you. Thank so stick around. You are moving on to our final round. Ask me one more at the end of the show.
4: Thank you. Thank Give you. a hand, I'll See you guys everybody. later.
0: We here on Ask Me Another love ourselves a good mystery. And even better, we love mystery guests. These are special guests that appear at the end of the show. We get to find out a little bit about them. And then we test their wits in a trivia showdown written especially for them. So, John? Do you have a hint as to who our mystery guest is tonight? I do.
3: I'm currently reading a book by our mystery guest, and in it, I'm finding the following shorthand, GNR, VH, LEP, SAB, and ZEP. If you know what those stand for, you know one subject this North Dakota native writes about.
0: Well, we'll find out later. More hints to come. But let's play our next game. Let's bring up our next two fearless contestants, Mike Taylor and Lisa Schreibman. Mike, I am told by our producers, you are an attorney, but more interesting than that, if there could be possibly something more interesting, you won a Chevy Impala in a contest where you had to stay rocking in a rocking chair for 90 hours?
1: That's correct, I did, yes.
0: (laughs) Where was that?
2: That was in Hartford, Connecticut.
0: That was in Hartford, Connecticut? Yes, it was. And you just had to rock, and you rocked everyone out?
2: I rocked everyone out.
0: Nice, 90 hours.
2: Yeah, that was my only chance of getting a car. And I you did wasn't it. Wasn't buying one, so I did it. Yeah. Well, it seems
0: like a very relaxed. Did you like fall asleep at some point? Well, that's the problem.
2: If you fell asleep, you were done. Wow. Because then you'd stop.
0: Well, you're gonna do well in this because this is all about staying in one position. <laughs> you're gonna be great. I'm all set. Lisa Schreibman. Uh, hey, you work in the department of the New York Subway? I do. You do. We've got a lot to talk about.
4: Yes, as do most of my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I understand. Uh, but you also teach urban planning at Hunter College. And uh, my producers tell me that are you a swing dancer? I am. Really? I am. Yes. How long have you been swing dancing? About. Twelve years. Twelve years. Yes. Oh, so you're amazing at it. No. No. You can <laughs> dance a long
4: time without being amazing.
0: <laughs> you can dance a long time without being an amazing. I don't believe that, but uh, you guys are going to be amazing at this. I can tell with your jobs. It's going to be great. Will.
2: Uh, Ophira, we have a game here called Talk the Talk. Mm. And uh, what this is is a head-to-head batch of bunnies and backbreakers, sledgehammers, that should guide us on into the uh, act bumper for the next okay, part wait, of the well, show. Okay, wait,
4: so you're using game show lingo here,
2: yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. That's All right, right Uh Because this is trivia about jargon and lingo that is particular to certain industries and subcultures. So here's an example. Shanali, you as someone in the music industry, mm-hmm. if you were in a recording studio and you asked someone for cans, what are you asking for?
4: Okay, so we're using the plural. <laughs> yes. mean, you know, honestly, it depends on how long I'm in the recording studio. Yeah. So I would say you mean
0: headphones.
2: That is correct. Okay. A... That uh, is correct.
0: Uh, jargon. I yes, jargon.
2: So, contestants, I'm going to use a piece of jargon, and then whichever of you knows what it really means will ring in. And then whoever gets more of these correct we could uh, move on to the final round. All right. Great. Are you mentally prepared? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, we're going to wait 90 hours just so Mike is warmed up <laughs> properly. Okay, question one. If you're working in a diner and the manager tells you to bring a table, the twins, he doesn't mean Mary, Kate, and Ashley. What does he mean? Mike. Hi. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is correct. Mike. Okay, in baseball, an innings eater has nothing to do with hunger, but could describe what position player? Innings eater. Mike. A pitcher? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pitcher. You don't even believe the answer, do you? That's,
2: yeah. I, be, I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, a pitcher is you. a workhorse. He could be an innings eater. He's out there and he just eats through the innings. I used to think I was a baseball fan. Now I know. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: If you're a copy editor, what punctuation mark are you shooting for if you say bang? Lisa. Exclamation point. That is correct. Yeah. There you go, Lisa.
0: I see that now. You were shooting for bang? Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was very we're into wordplay here. Yeah, we don't I have like a lot
2: that. else going on in our lives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in a casino, if a dealer says he needs color, he's not talking about getting a tan, but asking for what? Mike. Uh, chips. Chips, that's right. I won't
0: ask
2: ask how you know that. Gambler? Casino dealers, colorist chips. Florists put frogs in vases, not to keep away flies, but to do what? Mike? Soak up water. Uh, Nope, that's not right. Reasonable guess, but not what we're looking for. Frogs in a florist shop. What do the frogs do?
4: Would you like a hint? Lisa? Sure.
1: That would you're be great. Only... <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> traditionally, well, well
4: played, <laughs> traditionally, they're made of metal, ceramic, or glass.
2: They hold the flowers in place. That is correct. The little uh, green spongy things.
4: I consider that a difficult question.
2: In a professional wrestling match, if you are the face, that doesn't necessarily mean you're pretty, who were you supposed to be? Mike. The good guy. That is correct. If you are the face, you are the good guy. As opposed to the heel. The bad guy. Um, okay, if a British stylist says you have bad slap, you are being criticized for what? A stylist, if you're about to be filmed or have your photo taken, you might need to get your slap touched up. Lisa. Your makeup. That's correct.
0: Yep. How much do I love the British? They're so violent. We
2: knew that that was hard. Bad slap! Did you not
0: see that? Right out of Dickens. You got
2: bad slap, miss. It's like, what'd you say?
4: All right, the winner of Talk the Talk. It was pretty close. The winner is Mike.
0: Well done, Mike. Thank you so much, Lisa. Well done. And Mike, we'll see you later in the show for our Ask Me One More final round. Give them a hand, everybody. In a moment, you'll discover why Mia Farrow and Rhett Butler might want to meet for tea and share a good cry. More trivia, puzzles, fun, and clues as to who this week's mystery guest is coming up. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and this is NPR's Ask Me Another. You're listening to Ask Me Another, NPR show for those of us who have way too much information floating around in our heads. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and with me is puzzle expert Will Hines. Greetings. (laughs) And our fabulous troubadour for the evening, Chanali Bomek. Hello again. Before we get started, Will, I was wondering if you could give us another hint to our mystery guest.
2: Ophira, I'd love to.
0: Fantastic. Your
2: second clue about this week's mystery guest is that he loves the color orange but hates turtlenecks. Not so much a clue as just something strange.
0: <laughs> Interesting, okay. I'm interested who this mystery guest is. He sounds <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have our next two fearless contestants on stage. Everybody, welcome Mary and Phil Elmer DeWitt. They are married. This is going to be excellent. You guys are pitting against each other in this trivia game. This is amazing that you go against each other. Do you have anything personally at stake, depending on who wins? No. Good, good. That's That's a happy marriage. Win-win. Win-win. Adorable. Or lose-lose. Yeah. (laughs) I understand the way you work, Phil. All right. Um, Phil, you run a tech blog for Fortune magazine all about Apple? That's correct. And you, Mary, are an artist... And you also teach a professor for arts at at Pratt. Yes. But you guys are like uh, arts and smarts and tech and paint and amazing.
1: Yeah, but our best years are behind us. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So we are also. Way to bring the room up, Phil. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also very realistic. Yeah. This game is near and dear to my heart. It's called Love Triangle. So what we're going to do is we're going to give you two people's name involved in Love Triangle and you have to provide the third. Okay, so here's a little Mm -hmm. hint. I will try right here with you. Will, if I say Angelina Jolie and Jennifer Aniston, you'd answer?
2: Myself. (laughs) Believable, Will. Yeah, or Brad Pitt, I guess. I would accept either answer. Oh, would you? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Now, uh, that one, the example, Jennifer, Angelina, Brad, of course, is a real life, but the ones we're going to Give you are from television, movies, and literature. Oh, Phil oh, didn't like that. Phil just gave yeah. Mary looks strong though. Mary looks happy. All right. So hit that bell when you know the answer. Good luck, Elmer Dewitz. Thank you. <laughs> Rhett Butler, Ashley Wilkes. Mary. S- Scarlett O'Hara. Correct? Yeah. What do you think, Phil? Did you give a damn about that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Frankly, no. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob Black, Edward Cullen. Audience,
2: Team Jacob or Team Edward?
0: Oh, it's that... Vampire movie. <laughs> um, hit, the, hit the bell, Mary. Hit the bell. Hit the bell, Mary. Um, Mary. Bella. Whoa! Oh. Yes! Mary. You're Mary. in
2: trouble, Phil. You're in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, just so you know, her full name is Bella Swan. Who knew that here? Clap if you knew that. <laughs> that is a light smattering. I understand. Okay. King Menelaus of Sparta, Paris. Oh, Helen. Mary. Oh. 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 Phil, what happened there? (laughs) Helen of Troy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Mary's following the rules. We're going to have to call upstairs for that. We're going to have to call upstairs. (laughs) Tom Buchanan, Daisy Buchanan. Oh, Mary. Well, no. Um, oh. the, it's, the yes. 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 Right. it's The Great Gatsby Yes And Gatsby Yes so, It's The Great Gatsby and Gatsby right. Mary's on a roll
2: I see why the marriage is lasting, Phil You just let her get everything right
0: <laughs> Right Happy wife, happy life Aidan Shaw John James Preston Oh, Mary. Um, Carrie.
2: Bradshaw. Phil's got to get that. That's Phil. Yeah.
1: That
0: is a yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that
2: is an alley <laughs> Mary threw it up by the hoop and then Phil slammed it down with authority. This is
0: a very like this is a sociological experiment, really more than a quiz show at this point. I'm finding a lot about We want managers. it to be
2: on together. Yeah. We really want it to be on the same team. See? Oh yeah. <laughs> King
0: Arthur <laughs> Guinevere. Lancelot. Uh-oh. Phil, you are correct. Wow. Oh, that's a nice. That's a You're quick on that one. Fraser Crane, Diane Chambers. Oh, Sam Malone. Sam. Mary, Sam Mary, is correct, from Cheers. Is that, is that his name? George Wickham Fitzwilliam Darcy. Oh, Mary. Elizabeth Bennett.
2: Slam dunk for Mary. Yeah. Elizabeth yes.
0: Bennett. Oh, what is the name of one of your cats? Mr. Bennett. <laughs> Interesting. Does that have anything to do with Pride and Prejudice?
1: Yeah, we also have have a Lizzie, a Molly, and a Kitty. Children.
0: Children. Real children. Oh, those are... (laughs) Not cats. (laughs) Not cats. I think we have
2: to adjust their mics for being adorable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, put the setting on a little lower. Yeah, I understand. Rick, Blaine, Victor, Laszlo. Oh, Mary. (laughs) Um... Casablanca, um, Ilsa or Elsa, one of those. Ilsa.
2: Ilsa Ilsa's correct. Yeah, Ilsa Ilsa
0: Lund. Well done.
2: Well, uh, uh, respectable scores on both sides, but Mary is the winner of that round. (laughs)
0: Yes, Uh Mary. Congratulations. You won the marriage. In the marriage, you won. Uh, so, congratulations, Phil. You were fantastic. What a pleasure to have both of you on. And, Mary, you will be moving on to our final round at the end of the show. Thank you very
2: much. You're welcome. You.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> we're looking for future contestants in our radio audience. So, if you're thinking I could do that, direct message us at NPR Ask Me Another, or you can send us an old fashioned email. At askmeanother at npr.org, and we'll send you a quiz and see if you know your stuff. We're back with our next contestant. This is Sean Hawkins. Hi, Sean.
5: Hello, Apira. How are you?
0: Good. Now, Sean, uh, I have here that you're a computer scientist. Is that correct?
5: That is correct. You're
0: good. You're super smart then.
5: I don't know if you could say that, but oh, I'll, I'll, see, I'll take it from you. That Thank is you. the
0: humble modesty of a computer scientist right there. Right there. <laughs> You're gonna be great for this game, because our, our next game is called Tasty Tunes. Okay. Yes. yes. Now Shinali is gonna play a bit of a song, and you have to guess who the artist is. But here's the thing all of the artist names have something to do with food. Okay, great. Mm, yes. And then we'll ask you a follow up question, something about the strange and wonderful world of food. Take it away, Shinali. Mm.
4: And all I can do is keep on telling you I want you. I want you. I need you. I need you. But there ain't no way I'm ever gonna love you. Don't be sad. Don't, Don't be sad, sad cuz two out of three ain't bad.
5: Sean, you were singing along. Not Meatloaf again.
0: <laughs> well yes, <done>. Meatloaf
5: again! <laughs>
0: Now, we have a favorite meatloaf recipe that involves adding a condiment made from malted vinegar, molasses, and anchovies. It was invented by two pharmacists, John Willie Lee and William Henry Perrins. What is this sauce?
5: Well, I would have known from the anchovies, but Lee and Perrins is the real clue, which is Worcestershire sauce.
0: Worcestershire Worcestershire sauce. You are great. Wow. Anchovies. Anchovies. Who knew? Yeah, Interesting. You
4: get me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to let it linger? Do you have to, do you have to, do you have to let it linger?
5: That is the cranberries. Yeah.
0: A solid answer. <laughs> now cranberries are of course eaten at Thanksgiving, but we like them in juice form, especially when they're mixed with vodka, triple sec, and lime juice to make what cocktail?
5: vodka triple second lime juice is sex on a beach? No. Uh, No? no, no. That's salacious, John.
3: However, sex in the city would be a better clue. Oh,
5: it's a cosmopolitan.
0: Cosmopolitan, yes.
4: What I need is a good defense I'm feeling like a criminal and I need to be redeemed to the one I sinned against cause he's all I ever knew of love
5: Oh wow um, I mean obviously I know the song. Obviously. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Every time you've had me over Sean you play the song. What's going
5: on? Yeah. <laughs> Actually very true. Um Can I have a clue? Sure.
0: Her last name is the same as Gwyneth's baby's name. That's a good one, right?
5: (laughs) Uh, Let's back up a little. Can I have a real clue? Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: She used to uh, date P.T. Anderson. How about that?
2: If this artist fell on Isaac Newton's head, it might...
5: Oh, Fiona Apple.
0: There you. you go. Wait a second, you're telling me you don't know Gwyneth Paltrow's baby's name is Apple? Have you been under a... Oh, you're a computer Uh, programmer. I'm a computer scientist, so
5: yes, I that have been.
0: Slice some apples and layer them in a baking dish with cinnamon, brown sugar, and buttered breadcrumbs. Bake them until the fruit mixture is bubbling, and you have what? Two-word alliterative dessert.
5: Brown Betty? Yes! Yes. Yes. Very good.
0: And I say that with particular enthusiasm because, you know, that's a little bit obscure. How do you know that?
5: I don't know. Just how, cause. Does, how does one know anything? I don't know. It just popped in. <laughs> I, am a, I am a font of useless information.
0: Wow. It's, it's interesting. No Gwyneth Paltrow, but you know Brown Betty. I see the no, way you work. No, it's important. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Life is for us to keep. And if you're wondering what this sound is leading to, I want to make it with you. I really think that we could make it, girl.
5: Wow, that's a wild guess, but I'm going to say bread. Yes, Yes, you are correct. Sean. Wow.
0: I know that bread is really big into the cryptic lyrics. What do they mean? (laughs) What type of bread gets its name from an old German phrase meaning the devil's flatulence?
5: Wow. I'm going to have to guess Pumpernickel? (laughs)
0: You're correct. (laughs) Good guess. Your guess is right.
5: You're good at all the weird ones, Sean. I know. Every
0: once in a while, I learn something from the show, too.
5: Font of useless information. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to ask how you know that one.
5: Do you know any other bread that sounds like it might be German?
0: (laughs) Flanken (laughs) bread? Are you familiar with that? I like it. I uber flanken (laughs) bread. But you're right, so uh, you're moving on to our final Ask Me Great. One More Round. Great, Great job. You. John Hawkins, everybody.
4: <laughs> you met mama lay down in old New Orleans. Sweating her stuff on the street. She said, hey, Joe. Yeah, 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 da, da Kitchi, ya ya yeah, yeah, yeah. Mocha chocolate, yeah, yeah Creole lady, lad. <laughs> 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 lady Marmalade voulez vous coucher avec moi, ce soir
0: voulez vous coucher avec moi Chinali Bomek, everybody Lady Marmalade Bienvenue. Ça, c'est posez-moi un autre. Parfait, excellent, c'est un spectacle. <laughs> Devant moi, nous nouvelles contestance. Ça, c'est Lindsay Addix et Rachel Falk. Bonjour, enchanté. <laughs> Bien-tôt. It's pretty okay, good French, uh, right?
3: Not really. Oh, 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 well, <laughs> so is it, okay. I don't know. I'll,
0: I'll go back to English and we'll describe why I just did that, but that was amazing. You'll see. Hi, Rachel. Hello. Welcome, Rachel Falk. Uh, hey, you're a volunteer guide at the Natural History Museum? Yes, I am. That's so exciting. Yes, what, it is. Cool. You what room to... are you in? Um, I cover the highlights of the museum. So best, I... best of. So the dinosaurs. Best of. So, the dinosaurs. <laughs> so the dinosaurs. Okay, Lindsay Haddix, uh, yeah. everybody. Yeah. You work for uh, the Department of Housing Preservation? That's correct. That's affordable housing. Yeah, that's You're right. You're my hero. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, I'm well trying. <laughs> this is a game called Not Quite French, kind of like what I was speaking at the top of the show. Uh, I know a little bit of French because, of course, I grew up in Canada, which is not a lot, as you can tell, but just enough to teach. So. <laughs> John, why don't you tell us about this fabulous game? Well, in
3: this game, we're looking for English words that could be mistaken for French words because they begin with either the letters L-E or L-A. The trick is, when you remove the first two letters of the word, it leaves another English word with a totally different meaning. Okay? For example, here's a clue. It's not a French man who's about to get married. It's the space you want a lot of when you're in a plane or car. The answer is legroom.
0: Right. Legroom. Legroom. <laughs> Looks like Le Groom. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be ugly. This is going to be a together. I need a piece of paper and a pen. It's going to be Le Crazy. <laughs> Creep.
3: Remember, these are English words that begin with L-E or L-A. When you drop the first two letters, they form a different word. Here we go. It's not a French thug or bully. It's a small body of water like the kind on Gilligan's Island. Yes? Lagoon? Lagoon, that's right. Oh, yeah. Lagoon.
1: Oh. I got Off to one a point. good start.
0: All right. At one point. Yay.
3: It's not found in a French urn, it's what you'd use to walk your dog. Rachel? Rachel? Leash? Leash or leash. Oui, oui. Leash. It's not a square in a French game of Monopoly. It's a popular children's building toy. Rachel? Lego. Lego, or Lego, right.
0: So you guys are catching on. I saw that now it's all confidence in the eyes. Started off, you're like, oh no, and now, look great.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's not a French metal. It's a language you should know if you're going to be the Pope. Lindsay? Latin. Latin, or... Latin, yes. It's not where French men watch television. It's when you're carrying something heavy or burdensome.
0: Mm, We are weighed down by this. Perhaps French
3: teenagers play Xbox there.
0: And French foxes hang out there. Lindsay? La
3: den. La den, or laden, yes. Good. It's not what the French call the lead singer of the police. It's how you describe something that has existed for a long time. Lindsay.
4: Lesting or lasting.
3: Lasting or lasting. Thank you. It's not a French term for the back of the neck. It's a Native American tribe. Lenape. Lenape or Lenape. Very good, Rachel. That's our game, and Rachel takes it.
0: Rachel, congratulations. Lindsay, excellent job. That was phenomenal. We'll see you, Rachel, for our final round. her hand for those two great contestants. So here's a riddle. Who is from North Dakota, hates turtlenecks, and loves the color orange? It's our mystery guest, He's music, sports, and culture guru, Chuck Klosterman, everybody. (laughs) Chuck will be joining me for a chat, and then we'll see how he makes out in a special quiz written just for him. This is still NPR's Ask Me Another, and I'm still Ophira Eisenberg. (laughs) Welcome back to NPR's Ask Me Another, our hour of puzzles, riddles, and mayhem. I'm your host, Ophira Eisenberg, and joining us is our mystery guest, culture guru, author Chuck Klosterman. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, Chuck. Great to be here. So I have to ask you right off the top, because you gave us those clues about yourself, mm-hmm. about hating turtlenecks and mm-hmm. loving the color orange. Yeah. Can you explain?
1: Orange, I don't know why I like it. I just do. It's a little <laughs> like how the way Prince likes purple. Yeah. I don't, I don't have an orange motorcycle, but I prefer things to be orange. I once read a book about visual communication that implied that people who like orange are always hungry. <laughs> and that is true. <laughs> I am always hungry. Interesting. The turtleneck thing is more complicated. I was in fifth grade, I, wa- I really wanted a Nerf hoop basketball set, you know? My mom would not buy me one, so I had to fashion one out of like an ice cream container where you cut out the middle and I would just hang it. And one day I fell like six feet onto concrete and I blocked my fall with my left arm and I had a very severe compound fracture. Both uh, the bones in my arm busted, blood everywhere. I was wearing a turtleneck at the time. Um, <laughs> So I I get taken to the hospital. I'm from a farm, so it was 25 miles away. And, uh, you know, they had to cut it off with the scissors. And the worst part was them turning my arm in order to cut off this turtleneck. So I have this really strange relationship with turtlenecks. Whenever I see one, the first thing I remember is the way it felt in my stomach when they were turning the broken bones in my arm to cut my uh, turtleneck off. And it's very odd because many women, including my wife, are very attractive when they wear black turtlenecks. It's a really good look. So whenever I see a woman with a black turtleneck, I am torn between wanting to sleep with her and throw up. Ah. So I prefer
0: not having turtlenecks around me. At least you're lucky that you know where the problem comes from. You're, you write about pop... I mean, you write about so much, uh, but pop culture, music, sports, you have seven books, five of them non-fiction, two of them fiction. You published billions of magazine articles yet you grew up on a farm in North Dakota, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming was pretty culturally void.
1: Well, I guess, yes, that is true. I mean, unless you consider corn part of culture. Um, it was, I suppose. Everyone always says that, but at the same time, it's like we got TV. You know, Miami Vice was on, you know? Um, you know, I could, I could you know, buy poison albums or whatever. I guess I, the important stuff got to me. But yes, I mean, I never had cable... The important gr- stuff. Uh, <laughs> I never had cable growing up. I wonder, if, I wonder what I would be like if I did.
0: And we are very thankful because you, speaking of prizes, you made our grand prize tonight for our winner. It is a, his own very mixed CD. That's what our grand prize winner gets tonight. It's uh, well, really valuable. It is very valuable. A burned CDR so wait a with a bunch of
1: songs that are on the internet. Woo! <laughs> could believe it
0: exists. All right, so here's the big hint as to what we're about to put you through. Okay, okay. Chuck? So I was reading your book, uh, Killing Yourself to Live. Were you really reading
1: it? Or yes, I was. Tell okay, it's fine. You can lie if you want. Listen. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to work on your self-esteem, Chuck.
1: Yeah.
0: I was reading your book.
1: Okay, great. And I like awesome.
0: the fact that not only are you a big Kiss fan... I am. But you compared some of the women that you were in love with to different characters in KISS.
1: That's true, I did do that.
0: <laughs> Which is a great way of yeah. categorizing the very world. Normal, of very normal. Very normal. So I would like to know something about a woman that you compared to Gene Simmons.
1: That, well, they had similar hair. They both had elements of Judaism in their existence. Um, you know, uh, they were very interested in capitalism, I have to say. LAUGHTER um, uh, and they were very interesting. They were very interesting people. I think the funniest thing about this whole there is okay. She's talking about this book, killing yourself to live. There is one part where I talk about every woman I've sort of been in love with, and I compare them to a member of Kiss. And uh, uh, Bruce Kulick, who was the Kiss, the guitarist for Kiss, uh, he was like after Ace Freely, after Vinnie Vincent, after Mark St. John, he was the guy who was the guitar player. And he has a website, and I saw one time on his website he talked about this part of this book where I compared him to a photographer I dated in Akron, Ohio very briefly. And uh, uh, he was very excited that I had done this, that I had done this. And I thought, like, this really shows how self-aware Bruce Kulik is. He's like, wow, this guy sort of reminds me of this girl he wasn't that into. What a... What a successful career I have had. It made me think he was the greatest guy in the world, you know? (laughs) The thing is, I remember things that other people forget. That is my problem. That is your
0: talent, my friend. That is your talent. All right, well, some of those things that you remember that people forget, we're about to test. Okay. So, Chuck, it's time for you to take your space behind the podium. Okay, let's go. Give him a hand, everybody. Chuck close it. Okay. So, Chuck, do you have any idea of what we're about to do to you? Do you have an inkling?
1: Is my wife
0: going to freak out over this? <laughs> no, your wife is not going to freak okay, out. Okay, then
1: no. I have no idea. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> Let's bring back our puzzle guru, John Chinesky. Hi, Hi Chuck. He's uh, very excited to present this next game.
3: Chuck, you wanted the test, and you got the test. The hottest band in the world,
0: KISS. Oh, So, okay, so uh, we also want to tell you, Chuck, that there's sort of an added element because you will be playing for a lucky member in our audience. Uh, Hannah Diaz, can you stand up? There she goes. Right so, Hannah. You're in luck. So here's what's going
1: to happen. Chuck, if you get... I really thought you were going to say you're going to be playing a member of KISS.
0: I was <laughs> <You laughs> like,
1: Terry Gross will not be happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're going to play... So basically, if you get six right, Hannah is going to win a lovely prize. But okay. if you don't get it right...
1: I'll give her a thousand bucks. Perfect. Okay.
0: <laughs> I like the way you think.
1: Here we go.
3: Here's the first question. The Kiss logo with its two S's shaped like lightning bolts is famous worldwide. However, most Kiss albums and merchandise in one particular country use backwards Z's instead of lightning bolts. What country is that and why?
1: Germany. <laughs> Germany because it represents the Kiss uh, the Nazi SS. So That's they right. uh, they have to just make a different sort of logo that looks almost like like like, like normal S's.
3: Yes. You're correct. Exactly. Good job. <laughs> It is illegal to display the SS logo in Germany. Very and I, good, I sir. love
0: that you're using the bell. You don't have to. I don't you're have to use the against... bell? Oh, okay. Yeah, but you can. I like it. Yeah. yeah it guess. feels good, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Many teenagers first exposed you to seeing Kiss was on a 1976 television Halloween special hosted by someone unusual. Who was it?
1: Oh, uh, Paul Lindt. Paul yes. Lind is right. Very good. Circle gets the square. Mm. For a while... Two KISS
3: cover bands made up of little people were in a legal battle over the very idea of a little people KISS cover band. What were the names of the two bands? Uh, Mini KISS. Mini KISS is one.
1: There were two of them. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's hard to believe. So
1: this is like a class action suit. It almost was, yes. Um, if you have no idea, just what, what would you name a little people? Yeah, of kiss? That uh, yeah. That's tough. Uh, dwarf Kiss? <laughs> no, no.
3: It was Tiny Kiss. Oh. Tiny Kiss, yes. Kiss and Tiny Kiss. Chuck, in 1978, the four founding members of Kiss simultaneously came out with individual solo albums. Gene Simmons' solo album included a cover of what Disney classic? Uh,
1: if You Wish Upon a Star.
3: When You Wish Upon a Star. Very good. From Pinocchio. Good job.
0: I want him to do hi-ho, hi-ho. I want Gene Simmons
3: (laughs) to do hi-ho, hi-ho. About what item of Kiss merchandise did Gene Simmons say, I love living, but this makes the alternative look pretty damn good?
1: Well, I would guess it would be the Kiss coffin with a K.
3: Yes, the Kiss casket (laughs) with a K. Oh, (laughs) If my two brothers, my sister and myself, were to dress as the original members of Kiss in full makeup for Halloween... How many different colors of makeup would we need, and what colors are they?
1: Well, what members are you being? Well, the original, original, original makeup. But what four. two members are you, because they don't all need the same makeup?
3: Oh, no, all no, of them. No, all four of us. All yeah. f- oh, you I'm, have three oh, sorry, sisters. Let me, let me say it again. If my two brothers, okay. my sister and myself, I have three siblings, uh, would dress as the original members of KISS for Halloween,
1: well, what um, makeup would we need? White. Black. Black. Silver, silver. Red. Yep. Green. Green. I'll take that. Correct. You know why? Oh. Because Ace Freely only
3: wore blue around his eyes occasionally. Yes. But yeah. yes, that's a good answer, Chuck. Nice yeah. work. Yeah. 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 You know what? You are very, very good.
0: Chuck, <laughs> you did amazing, which makes you really a winner.
3: He's the God of Thunder. He's the
0: God of Thunder. Yes. Somewhere between amazing and trying, we have you. That's right. So we have, uh, we have some prizes first for Hannah. Hannah, you want to come up here so we can give you your prize? Hannah Diaz. Hannah, are you a super fan? I am. You are? All right. Well, we have some books here that you may not have. Would you like to introduce the books? Yeah, well
1: for some reason, if, you, if your book comes out in different countries, they send you lots of copies of them, but I can't speak any language except English and only sort of um, so I have like the, this is like the German version of one of my books I don't even know what language this is uh, this looks like Spanish but so does this, so regardless uh, these are uh, yes, 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 yes.
0: and your own NPR music tote bag to put them in Hannah, Chuck, Chuck Hannah. Congratulations. And for you, Chuck, what every Kiss fan has been dreaming of. Tote bag. An NPR music tote bag. Awesome.
1: Thank you. You're a
0: great guest. Thanks, man. Chuck Klosterman, everybody.
4: Beth, I hear you calling. And I can't come home right now. Me and the boys, they've been playing, and we just can't find the sound. Just a few more hours, and I'll be right home to you. I think I hear them calling, Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do?
0: With Kiss's highest charting song, Ballad. All right, so this is what we've all been waiting for. This is our Ask Me One More final round. We have all the winners from our previous games. We have from John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, David Balutansky. From Talk the Talk, Mike Taylor. From Love Triangles, Mary Elmer DeWitt. <laughs> Tasty Tunes, Sean Hawkins. And not quite French, Rachel Falk. Congratulations.
2: Okay, contestants, so this is our final round. So we are showing you No Mercy. Uh, we're going to do the Spelling Bee style. So you're, gonna, you're lined up there behind the microphone. I'll ask you a question. If you get it right, you go back to the end of the line and you're still in it. If you get it wrong, you have to leave the stage, back to your seat, and you're out until we have this one contestant left standing who will be our champion. Sudden death. Yes. Are you prepared to play under these circumstances?
0: <laughs> yes. What if, good. Okay. What if everyone gets it wrong? What if everyone gets it wrong? Yeah, it's the uh, end of the show. Okay. <laughs> <But I'm, laughs> I, I like the way you think immediately. What if everyone gets it wrong? What if, if the worst possible
2: thing happens?
5: what I'm hoping for.
0: <laughs> it's a very comic way to think.
2: So the theme for these questions is called All Mixed Up. I'm going to give you a clue and then an anagram of the clue's answer, and then you tell me what the answer is. So, for example, if I say a river in Egypt and the word line, I'm waiting for you to say... Nile. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, one.
0: Very good, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: okay, so you all set? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's begin. David, a month of the year, charm. March. Right. Mike, a type of fruit, among. Mango. That's it. Mary, a Shakespeare character, Thelma. Two seconds.
1: Oh, Mary, sorry.
2: Let's see if Sean can get it. Sean, a Shakespeare character, Thelma. Hamlet. That's right. Rachel, a type of fish. Tutor. Tutor? That's right, tutor. Type of fish. Turbo. Nice? I don't uh, know. No, no. Let's see. David, type of fish. Tutor. Tutor. Trout. That's it. Yeah. Trout? Mike, a Canadian province. Oration. O-R-A-T-I-O-N. Ontario. That's right. Sean. A dance. Burma. B U R M A. That's right. David, a US state. Anime. A N I M E. Maine. That's it. Mike. It's in vitamin supplements. Noir. N O I R. Iron. Yep. Sean, some say it's money. Item. I T E M seconds
5: ah oh, no, that's sorry. it Sean
2: uh, David some say it's money item Ugh, David I think that's it alright Mike for the win some say it's money item I-T-E-M time that's
0: yes! it and that's time wow Mike you are our winner We have our grand prize here. Yes, give him a huge round of applause. That was a heartbreaking game. You will get Chuck Klosterman's brand new book, The Visible Man, and a Chuck Klosterman mixed original CD. There you go, congratulations. Thank you, man. And our other contestants, they deserve so much love. The other guys, and the The other other guys, guys. and girls, Yes. Well, that's it for Ask Me Another. We have run out of time. But remember, you can find us in a bunch of games we didn't get to play today on Facebook or Twitter. Just look around for NPR Ask Me Another. Ask Me Another puzzle czars have been John Cheneski. Hey, you're my name
3: anagrams to, oh heck, ninjas.
0: And Will Hines. Hell, I wins. Tonight's music was courtesy of Ms. Shanali Bowman.
3: Hawkish on Limbo.
0: Additional puzzle writing by Sean Kennedy. Swanky Hendon. And Dan Schofield. Kaddish Felon. Our engineers tonight were Paul Ruest.
3: Us True Pal. And
0: David Hurtgen.
3: Thudding Rave.
0: With production help from Eleanor Kagan.
3: A granola knee.
0: And Ask Me Another intern, James Ramsey.
3: Mama's Jersey.
0: Ask Me Another supervising producer is Jesse Baker.
3: Jab Seekers.
0: And our associate producer is Art Chung. Chart. Our executive producer is Eric Newsom. Curium Zen. We would like to thank our home for tonight's show, The Bell House here in Brooklyn, New York. Hot Heel Blues. I'm her right with begonias.
3: Ophira Eisenberg. And
0: this was Ask Me Another from NPR.